Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to Probably True. I'm here talking to writer, YouTuber, Dungeon Master, not like that, well, maybe like that, I don't know, and activist, Matt Baum. He's telling us how Pinocchio helped him go from this. Here's what you have to know about me is that I'm super, super shy, painfully, aggressively retiring uh, in life. To this. If somebody has invented a new way to have fun with their penis, I want to hear about it. Oh, yeah. You're listening to Probably True. Please be aware that this podcast may contain strong language and adult themes. It would be boring without them. So, here's what you have to know about me is that I'm super, super shy. I have a big online personality and I like to get on camera and live stream and podcast and talk big. Uh, but in, you know, that's that's just my way of covering up the fact that I am like painfully, aggressively retiring uh, in life. So... That is the context in which I uh, was chatting. This is many years ago with some boys on one of the apps. Uh, it's actually a website, I think. Back in the day before the apps, I think. Just, you know, chatty, chatty, chatty with, um, you know, various uh, attractive men and trying to do my best and not be like incredibly awkward and scare them away. Yeah. So uh, like, I think one of my things that like in hindsight might have been sort of a turnoff for some of these conversations was maybe maybe this was just a weird thing to introduce early in the conversation, but I would often say something along the lines of, anyway, it would be lovely to hear back from you, like inviting a response. But now that I look back on that, I'm like, is that is that too forward? Anyway, I I, I don't know. But like, <laughs> it sounds like a little demanding, like respond to me immediately, please. I'm very good at like courtship of a hundred years ago, I think is my style. So like if somebody like rang a little bell, if I got too close to somebody to, to wear like a chaperone, then uh, I, I think I'd be totally comfortable. So in this in this um, scenario, uh, I was getting a really nice response from this one guy. Uh, I was very handsome. Uh, I was very into him. He was very my type. And um, in our conversations, uh, he brought up his interest in donkey play, which was a term I was um, passively familiar with because I'd written about um, pup play and pony play. And so I was like, I guess I can extrapolate what exactly are we talking about here? And he's like, well, let's meet up for coffee. Okay. Uh, I would definitely want to be somewhere with witnesses before yes. he starts talking about that kind of thing. Well, so that was my strategy. So we met up at um, a, I think it was a Starbucks or something. Um, and there he is. He, uh, you know, there are no red flags. He looks like his profile picture. He's a nice guy. We have similar interests. We talk at length about Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Uh, so all the like, yes, okay, this is good. Signs are there. Uh, and then we go for a little stroll. Uh, we just like basically walk around the block and he expresses his interest in basically. So he was, he was very nervous as was I, I you know, like actually meeting a person in person is like, I was like freezing up and I could tell that he was nervous too. And so he was interested in a pleasure Island scenario 
He wanted to enjoy himself and indulge, but to enjoy himself a little too much and to lose control of his body and his voice and his clothing and become a basically a dumb beast. And he wanted me to uh, do that to him. And so it's like, huh, okay, well, I guess, sure, let's try that. So um, we did not make a, we didn't, we didn't do this on the first, on the first date. Uh, so it was just, it was like, we did a walk around the block and we're like, that's definitely a second date kind of exactly. scenario. Yeah, 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 yeah. Growing a tail. Um, so we made plans for a future meetup and uh, the day came and uh, he came over and just <laughs> because I was ever so slightly still nervous and like, this person might be crazy. I don't hundred percent know. Um, before he came over, uh, I hid all of the knives in the house just in case. Like, <laughs> probably... Probably an overreaction, but I was like, okay, I just like, I don't want there to be weapons close at hand. I want to be the only one who knows where the weapons are. So I, I don't remember where I put them, I, like in the lidded closet or something. I just like anything sharp went away, but he was delightful and a big nerd like me. And we talked more about Star Trek when he came over and then um, basically spun up this little scenario where it was like, he's the, like, he's the mean jock and I'm the nerd who he's been pushing around. As he is like lording it over me that he's bigger and stronger because he was bigger and stronger than me. Um, basically, I start hypnotizing him and convincing him that he's turning into a donkey. And he like wanted to like fully get down on all fours and naked and all this stuff. And so I'm like, okay, I'll see what I can do. I mean, I'm a writer by trade. Uh, <laughs> I can I put I can put together a sentence. I can do some characterization. So let's see what we can come up with here. We're off to the races and he is like, just sort of like doing his best, like dumb jock sort of thing and like bossing me around and like being kind of um, patronizing and insulting to me. And um, I have to say I was kind of into it and I was like, can we just do this? Uh, But (laughs) it was going well and he was super sexy. And um, then I'm like, okay, I guess, I guess it's my turn. And so I start describing for him what happened. How come your hands are so like tight how come your hands are in fists and you can't take your hands out of fists and he's like I, I don't know i don't know what's happening and i'm like seems like they're 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 turning into hooves and he's like oh my god oh my god what are you doing to me and like it progresses from there and i'm like describing how his his ears like i reach over and i like pull his ears and uh i tell him that he's growing a tail and i'm like uh, you know you look like a donkey right now donkeys don't wear clothes so you have to take your clothes off and like bossing him into this and he's like what are you doing what are you doing and eventually he winds up naked on all fours and um through some contrivance of the plot i don't even remember i'm naked as well and we're having a great time um i had a like a neoprene like bulldog harness and so i got that on him like it was like a bridle or like you know like a, a harness or something uh this was all very hot and then he is on all fours and he indicates that he wants me to ride him. And so I get on his back, he brays. And that is the moment at which I was like, Oh, Oh wait, this is stupid. This is what we're doing is incredibly silly and dumb. And it kind of broke it for me in the moment there. Uh, Yeah, no. So I was having a great time. And then I was like, whoops, uh, this is silly. And I don't know if it's silly for him. And I can't ask him because he's only braying now. And I can't like step out of the scene without like totally ending it. Um, So went along with things, uh, kept it going. But the whole time I was like, is, does he, does he, how seriously is he taking this? I don't know if this is serious or not for him because he seemed like fully in to it and having a great time. And so finally, uh, we concluded our uh, affair. 
and um uh I got you know got dressed and um we're having mutually this, uh, satisfied i hope mutually satisfied yeah he actually okay. like there's there's a um he did something really clever which was he had a signal like I have a feeling like you've done this before, haven't you? Uh, he had a signal for when he was ready to um, uh, reach his moment of crisis, which was there was a bowl of water on the floor. And when he drank out of the bowl, like leaned in on all fours and drank out of the bowl of water, that was his indication that he was ready to uh, conclude. Uh, That's so- remarkably coordinated for such a moment. I'm flailing all over the place. I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. be able to do that. I think he really had this choreographed, which was, you know, made wow. things easy for me. Um, but anyway, so we wrapped up and it was uh, like, it was great. And uh, we both felt very good. And I like, after we parted ways, um, mutually satisfied, uh, I was thinking about it. I was like, you know, aside from like my moment of um, basically breaking the fourth wall, uh, I had a good time and he was sexy and he had a good time. Uh, I'm sure it is difficult for him to find someone who's willing to indulge this. and. Uh, I found that I really lost a lot of my shyness in that one encounter. Um, I felt a lot more bold about expressing what I wanted out of encounters and a lot more eager to roll out new ideas and be like, what about this? Um, And so it was honestly in the moment, it was very fun and then also mutually beneficial. And I will say like that moment where I was like, Oh dear, I uh, I find this very silly. Like there was an important lesson for me there as well, because uh, as much as we had talked about like the scenario and um, the 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 bowl of water on the floor, the one thing that we didn't talk about that we should have was just how silly what we're doing is, because sex is silly and everyone looks ridiculous and it's always embarrassing and dumb. Uh, you know, if you could see yourself having sex often, you're like, oh god, do I really look like that? And that's fine. Uh, it, it just needs a little acknowledgement, I think, beforehand of like, we're going to do something kind of goofy and we're both going to enjoy it. And that's great. Uh, and we didn't have that. And I, it, it really like took me out of the scene for a moment uh, in a way that uh, now uh, when uh, I uh, try to engage, I, yeah, I'm very into the um, the silliness of it all and like laughing at our goofy positions and strange you know, smells and noises and stuff like that. Because uh, it's, you know, sex is silly. And uh, it, I, I, that's that my preferred mode is silliness. So uh, let's acknowledge it and and make it OK. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. When you're lacking confidence or feeling a little bit unsure, just ride a man like a donkey and everything mm-hmm. will be fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, like it did. It did. It did a lot for me. And for him, too, apparently. I think so. We still occasionally are in touch. Uh, he's on the other side of the country from me now. And uh, every now and then, we'll you know, just exchange a little message like, um, you know, b- b- turn into anything fun lately or something like that. And uh, he's he's still doing his thing. He's very into like nudism and being naked out of doors and, um, you know, places that are appropriate to do that, not just like going to the, the grocery store, but uh, going to like naked places. And I'm like, OK, that might be my next thing to try because I haven't. Oh, I've done it. I've I've been to a naked beach once and uh, I was felt very like, again, felt very like shy and self-conscious because that's the kind of person I am. But I, I feel like what I need is like another epiphany like that. Just go do it. Be like, hey, this is this is all silly. Bodies are silly. They're just like bags of meat and they're ridiculous. Uh, I thought that might be my next thing to to give it a go and see what happens. 
We'll be back with more from Matt after this. Do you find yourself thinking that there's just not enough of me in your life? Then sign up to Probably True Patreon and get access to additional content from Probably True, by which I mean me. All you have to do to get your hands on all of this brilliant content is go to patreon.com forward slash probably true. That's patreon.com forward slash probably true. Once you sign up, you choose how much you want to give me per episode, and you only get charged when I publish new stuff. So, if, for example, I went six months without bringing out any new episodes, you wouldn't be paying for me to sit there on my arse, wanking like a chimp. This is great for you, as it incentivizes me to make new episodes for your ears and brain to enjoy, and it's great for me, because I like money. Alternatively, if you're a business or a brand with some spare cash lying around, drop me a line and I can take it off your hands. In return, you could sponsor an episode, meaning your message will get to literally some fans. Anyway, back to Matt. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Was he, was he endowed as such? Did did he make a convincing donkey in certain ways? I was pleasantly surprised. Oh wow! Yes, goodness. Did you dehypnotize him? Did you turn him back into a man, or is he still out there somewhere, like braying at strangers and 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 things? You know, I never thought about that, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> some yeah, say I... on a moonless night you can hear him <laughs> clopping around. Oh no, this poor man. No, I don't think I ever did. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know anything about hypnosis. Like, de-induce him. I don't know what to call it. But yeah, um, I think we just finished up, and uh, then it was just back to normal. So, you know, he's got some like subtle um, post-hypnotic trigger implanted somewhere in his psyche. Uh, do you know why a donkey? Was it the the kind of the Pinocchio kind of scene rather than the donkey itself, or did I he think just? That's it. I think some people just Im- imprint on that Pinocchio scene because it really is like I went back and watched it afterwards. It really is. Um, quite visceral and uh the you know i I think often people's sexual interests reflect their anxieties and if somebody has anxieties about uh indulging and guilt uh, i think it speaks to that i think if somebody has body image issues i think it speaks to that uh i think if somebody has oh um um, issues about abandonment uh i think it speaks to that so i think like that one scene hits a lot of anxieties and allows people to eroticize them if they so choose. So, yeah, I think I, I think that 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 scene d- does a lot for uh, people of a certain um who are, who are processing a certain uh level of uh baggage. Like I I think you're right when you say that in the moment we all uh, occasionally have that kind of what am I doing? 
kind of thing. I find um, it reminded me most of moments when I've been perhaps a little bit too drunk um, in in uh, the club or something, and then I'll su- and suddenly lucidity returns just as I'm like bundling someone into a cubicle in the toilets or uh, getting mm-hmm. in an Uber with someone who whose name I can't remember or something like that. Uh, but to do it mid riding a donkey is. Uh, yeah, that must have been quite jarring. <laughs> it was. It was. He was like, at the time, he had like his hands like balled up into hooves, and he was like pawing at, or hoofing at the stomping at the ground, and um, it was just such a. It was like I was just overwhelmed with the um, silliness, uh, the artifice of it all, and uh, I was like, I can't. I, I'm not in the imagination space anymore. I'm just like looking at this as two fully grown adults, and I I feel weird. But then you know, you're willing to forgive a lot when you. When you're enjoying your company. So, uh, you know, I was able to get back into the scene because he was he was very handsome. But yeah, it, it definitely it, it challenged me. Were you afraid at all? Were there were there any moments when you were like, oh, he's he's really getting into this. And if he's if he's bigger than you and, and kind of uh, stronger than you anyway. I mean, you know, you said as you said you hid the, the knives. But were there any moments when you just kind of thought, oh, I am in way over my head right now? No, because he was so clearly nervous and um, he was very shy as well. And so I was like, I mean, I guess shy people can be serial killers, too. But uh, (laughs) I I feel like I definitely had a feeling that he was more afraid of me than I was of him. Okay, well, that's always nice. It's it's good to know that you're the scary one out of (laughs) the two of them, I suppose. Especially as you're the one who knows where the weapons are. Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. And uh, you know, and I also done the stuff of like, you know, uh, uh, I was set to call a friend at a certain time to let them know that I was okay, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. Hmm. Oh, very well done. Yeah. Just going back to how you how you met him because you went out for coffee and he explained it all to you. Was there not a point then where you kind of just thought, "Oh, good lord, uh, I, maybe I should just walk away"? You I know- mean, I'm glad you didn't. I guess so. My attitude with this was, and and many other things is, if somebody has invented a new way to have fun with their penis, I want to hear about it. <laughs> and that was basically it. I, you know, and as a, you know, I do some some level of journalism. I'm not sure that this would qualify, but uh, I, you know, I just my curiosity was intense enough that I was like, tell me more. And by the time I heard more, I was like. Oh no, I can see it. I <laughs> I see I see where we're going with this. Uh sure, let's give it a try. Is there a community out there if if you wanted to, could you find more people to hypnotize into being donkeys? Absolutely, easily at the snap of a finger. Uh you know, I have written a lot about strange sexual subcultures. I've read a lot about furries, I write about um mermaid fetishists. Uh I did a ton of journalism about pups when we were in the pup bubble a few years ago. And uh yes, there is absolutely I mean, there's a community for every weird thing you can imagine. Uh and and this is one of them. Which is lovely in a way. Even if what you're into you think is particularly weird, there are definitely people out there who are into it with you. Yeah, that's really nice. And yeah. even if they're not particularly into it, uh, such as uh, your good self, you're willing to give it a go just for funsies. I like to see people enjoying themselves. Yeah, and I'm assuming you haven't positioned yourself as the donkey master of Seattle or anything like that. Honestly, like opportunities to do it are are few. And um, but here's the thing: is like I just like to see people, like I said, enjoying themselves. And so if it came up, I wouldn't say no. And also. Um, <laughs> it's also kind of a lot of work. Uh, you know, it's a little bit more hassle. I, what I found is like often fantasies that are fun in your head are um, not as fun when you're actually doing them. And so I think it's more for me, at least it's more of a like 
fun to think about than actually worth doing because like when it when you actually like try to get into something as complicated as that like pup play i feel the same way about there's you get to a point where you're like i mean i like imagining all this but when i actually do it i'm just i i get i get tired of all the setup that it takes <laughs> i mean that's my preferred like let's just <laughs> let's get in get out so to speak and uh move on to the next thing yeah, uh, honestly, like the 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 cuddling of it all is is more of interest to me, which is I think why I, I was into the the donkey scenarios because uh, a lot of that was just um, rubbing up against each other and describing feelings, and so it felt uh, it was it was a lot less work than all the oh the heaving and the sweating of uh, of other endeavors. I mean, I want to talk more about heaving and sweating, but let's uh, let's stay on point for now. I'm interested to just touch on the confidence that it kind of gave you and, and the kind of way it uh, pops your little self-doubt bubble. Yeah, I think it was probably seeing that here's a person who likes something that uh, is difficult to even address with other people. And he had the nerve to bring it up with me, a stranger at the time. And so if he can do it, what's what's holding me back? Uh, honestly, like, you know, if someone can be like, um, can you turn me into a donkey? Uh, you know, like, why, why am I being so shy and retiring about like, oh, I kind of would like to make out with you. So, you know, I, I think that that was a big part of it. And also, um, I will say like one very sensory detail after he left was the smell of his sweat lingered in the apartment. It was a very hot day. And so we both gotten really sweaty and I could still kind of smell him after he left, which was um, for one thing, just very hot, but also like, it was a little reminder of like, there was, there was a person here and we did something and we both had a great time. And uh, I basically just, I did something that I wanted to do. I let myself, uh, enjoy myself. I guess I was sort of, you know, I, I gave myself over like Pinocchio and Lampwick on Pleasure Island. Like I just did a thing that I wanted to and it went really well and I had a good time. So uh, I, I think a lot of the maybe guilt that I felt about like, oh, one mustn't enjoy oneself too much. Uh, it just kind of went away and like I, I did enjoy myself and it was great. And here's this little, this smell was sort of a reminder of that, uh, of, of sort of a, a conquest. Um and uh, I don't know, it just filled me with uh, with a lot of uh, uh, a sense of accomplishment and uh, excitement <laughs> for for the next time. Wow, that's that's really uplifting. Yeah, in a sweaty, sexy, raw kind of way. Yeah, oh, yeah. nice the power of sweat. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about you, but uh, I'm getting ever so slightly uh, hot under the collar myself. I feel like we should end this before it becomes an entirely different kind of thing. I'm fanning myself. With your bulldog harness, presumably. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Oh, well, wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's opened my eyes, certainly. And I don't think I'll I'll look at you or anyone in quite the same light again after that. That's... You never know. Donkeys, they're, they're all around us. If you want to check out more of Matt's work, or if you want to ask him to turn you into a donkey yourself, there's all sorts of ways to get in touch. Oh, there's lots of places. Uh, so you can just follow me on Twitter at Matt Baum, M-A-T-T-B-A-U-M-E. Uh, and I also have a podcast called The Sewers of Paris, where we don't often tell stories like this one, but uh, I interview uh, queer folks about entertainment that's changed their lives. I had you on uh, a few months ago to talk about your uh, love of cake, among other things. Uh, and then I've got another show called uh, Queens of Adventure that is drag queens playing Dungeons and Dragons, and that's at queensofadventure.com. And I definitely recommend listening to all of his podcasts. He's very good. 
That was Probably True, a repeatedly award-winning storytelling series created by me, Scott Flashheart, to help remind all of my sisters and brothers that we are none of us alone. Big thanks to Matt Baum for joining in this week, and if you'd like to tell your story, please get in touch via the website, probablytruepodcast.com, where you can also find transcripts of every episode and links to all the good stuff. Otherwise, you can get in touch by searching Probably True Podcast on the socials. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm-hmm.